where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills News with a UK twist. And it is the AFC Championship game, the clash of the Titans, the clash of the two best teams in the AFC this season, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm Matt, Alex joining me as always. Alex, how are you feeling and how are you doing? If we win this game, we're going to the Super Bowl. Holy shit. (laughs) I honestly can't even believe that we're here. I mean, it's yeah. just, this is mind-boggling. And and let me tell you, I kind of hate it. Not, okay, in the sense that, not, not in the sense that you might think, but I mean, the stress of this, it's Wednesday and I'm already freaking out. I mean, the, the bills used to be easy, you know? Uh, you, you wouldn't care about them throughout the week. On Sunday, you'd get together with friends and family, you'd get drunk and you'd watch a shit show on your television. You'd laugh a bit, and then you'd get back to your normal life. But now yeah. it's, it's like it's all-encompassing now. I mean, I'm thinking about this game every day, almost throughout the day. Uh, when it's over, lose this week or win the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> you got the hockey. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, ugh, you know. Um, yeah. That those games are on at midnight, but I mean, like COVID has like really messed up all of our day-to-day lives. And the bills have been an unbelievable distraction for that. And when that distraction is over, I mean, what am I going to do? You know, I mean, the, the best thing that I've been able to do since I've moved to the UK is travel. And I can't do that right now. I mean, my day-to-day life, I mean, I'm not in school anymore. Uh, I work a part-time job on my laptop at home. I mean, what's that? <laughs> do i i need football in my life <laughs> then 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 join me in the draft yeah yeah i mean i i might take a week or two uh win lose win or lose you know it's going to be good to take a breather obviously but i mean even if we win or lose you know there's going to be a season recap you know so the bills will hold on to uh to my attention for the foreseeable future but i mean you know, for the month of March, you know, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Because I mean, obviously you're going to get ready for the draft, but I mean, like if the world can't get back to normal after the draft, then what the hell is there? Oh, the world will get back to normal. We will. <laughs> we will. I mean, I've got, I've got the draft to actually, um, to, to keep myself busy with. I've got a load of bowl games to watch and prospects to watch. So, I mean, you have it worse than I do because you're going to have your leg amputated. So possibly no not possibly i'm just kidding oh you never know i mean i've done some i've been fucked up i found out that i've actually um have a minor lateral um minuscule tear in my uh, in my knee i found out that the mri actually found that um found signs of um hemarthritis which uh, arthrosis which is actually um uh 
the blood um, bleeding into the um, into the joints. So mm. I really that got to get like sucked out or something. This isn't a uh, medical show. <laughs> shouldn't need to. If it's done naturally, it'd be um, it'll be fine, and wouldn't need wouldn't need that um, need that at all. But we will uh, we will see what will happen on the twenty third. So hopefully, I won't have done any more damage celebrating a a championship win and a Super Bowl win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so this game, this game. Yeah, they're not easy anymore. <laughs> you know. I mean, they're not one-dimensional like Baltimore. They're not old man rivers. You know, there's nobody gets this far and is bad. So well, I'm retired rivers. Yeah, yeah. So, so here we go. Allen versus Mahomes, second game of the season. Probably the birth of a massive rivalry. I mean, we got KC next year, and you know, the Super Bowl champion hosts Thursday Night Football. This will probably be that game. You know. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, no, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, could you imagine if like someone knocks somebody out or this game gets played real chippy? I mean, there's going to be a massive narrative of the two AFC East. I mean, the two AFC powerhouses, 10 years of rivalry is being built right now. It's, I mean, it's, it's an amazing storyline. I mean, if the NFL wanted a soap opera, here it is, uh, especially with what's going on in the NFC, you know, Rogers Brady, you know, uh, you know, two fossils of quarterbacks. So, you know, there's so much storylines here. I mean, obviously Rogers and Brady, uh, not really losing a step like breeze rivers or big Ben have, but I mean, I think mm. this weekend should be dominated by the young guns more than the old guys. Um, I mean, do I have the narrative, right? I mean, is this totally Allen versus Mahomes? In in a sense, yes. Um, in another sense, it's obviously our first. Um, it's it's another one of our first in a in a long time yeah. um, narrative as well. With the first um, first AFC Championship game since a thirty thirteen win against Kansas. Okay, in Buffalo back in um, back in ninety four. Um, though that's uh, man, I would kill it, for Thurman Thomas right now. It could almost be like um, needs that. You could either say it's an end of a trilogy because they beat <laughs> us 27 years earlier in the um, the AFL yep. championship game. 27 years later, we beat them. And then 27 years later, it's either the the trilogy, the end of the trilogy, or it's the start of a um, a new dominance in the end. It's, um, it's weird how AFC. stuff comes up like that. There's 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 always a weird quirky stat in these kind of situations. It's crazy how it's been 27 years on the nose. Wild, wacky stuff there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what is it? 20, <clears throat> 20 22nd, 21st, tomorrow, 22nd. 20, it's pretty much 27 years and one day. Mm. It was the 23rd of January, 94. We'll play them on the 24th yeah. of January, 2021. So literally... <clears throat> literally 27 years and one day yeah all right so let's do the thing that i usually like doing it's it's having the stats prove that we could win this game and i i found a bit but it really hasn't been able to put my mind at ease uh, i mean off the bat real quick how do you feel about the game 
as in as in just overall just overall yeah i mean give me a brief because obviously we'll break it down and and we'll do a prediction later but like how are you feeling are you nervous are you confident are you um expecting something bad to happen or you know you're definitely not thinking blowout you know i mean you're the overly optimistic guy but you know how are you feeling i mean don't get me wrong there's there's don't get me wrong, there's, there, there is doubt, um, there is doubt and a bit of nerves in there. But like I've been for pretty much most of the most of the season, if not all of the season, being quietly confident um in regards to it, because we know we can hang with the um with the best. Yes, we didn't have the best of games against the Chiefs in week um in week six. But that doesn't but, matter. Yeah. It was so long ago, the teams are different, you know. But uh, I'm I, I am actually confident that we will go we will go to Arrowhead and we'll come out with the um come out with a with a win. Okay. All right. So I can back that up. Uh, I I used Pro Football Reference and I used Football Outsiders to really break down and see who these teams are. So I've used Pro Football Reference's simple rating system before. It's where they take the team's production and compare it against average, and then go give for it. A score. Uh, they have us at 7.7 over average, uh, which is second best in the AFC. We have the, uh, we have an offensive score of 7.2 and a defensive score of 0.6 where zero is average. So that's really good. Uh, The chiefs are lower than us. They have a 6.8 third best in the AFC, a 4.5 on offense and a 2.3 on defense. Uh, We just played what they consider the best team in the AFC Baltimore, they scored an 8.3 overall 3.9 on offense, 4.3 on defense. So with the way pro football reference grades out these teams, we're supposed to beat Kansas city because we have a better offense than them. They have a slightly better defense than us, but uh, I think our first six weeks really show that our defense wasn't on par with who they are now. You know, I mean, this stat isn't weighted, so, uh, you know, I know you're more of an eye test guy. Do you think we're a better team overall? Um, not, not slight. No, I think there is just a slight, slight difference. It gives the Chiefs just the edge and that's the, um, and that's the running game. I think if our running game was a little bit more, a little bit more dynamic and a little bit more productive more than what it really is, then I would probably say that we are the, we probably are the better team, but I think I have to edge it to the chiefs on that just because they can get the running game going as well as the, um, as well as obviously what they can do through mm-hmm. the air with Mahomes, with, um, with uh, Tyreek Hill and, and Kelsey. Yeah. So, so this next metric that I have really kind of changes things up. So pro Fo- I mean, football outsiders has uh, a stat that many people might've heard of. A lot of people use it now. It's DVOA, which stands for defense adjusted value over average. <clears throat> so this is a system that accounts for every play and compares it to average teams performance. But this is based on situation, which is opponent home and away down in distance you know, like a third and 12 pickup uh, of 10 yards is, is more important than, you know, like on, uh, no, sorry, of like a, consider like a three yard run, a three mm-hmm. yard one on third and two is way more important 
than a three yard run on first and 10, right? Yeah. So this factors that in, you know, how good are you in situational based football? So with this DVOA stat, uh, they have that, then they do an unadjusted value. Uh, and, and, and then they do a stat um, where weighted DVOA, and this is why I say the week six game doesn't matter. Weighted DVOA takes into, a pack, takes into account uh, the most recent games more than the previous games to show how a team is performing in its current state. So I like that one a lot. So comparing KC to Buffalo here, the Bills, the Bills rank fourth in total DVOA. The Chiefs are sixth. The Bills rank first in weighted DVOA. The Chiefs are sixth. The Bills offense ranks fifth. The Chiefs first. So that's different to pro football references. The Bills defense ranks 12th. The Chiefs 22nd. And that's different than pro football references. Where pro football reference had our offense better than theirs, but their defense better. Uh, pro uh, football outsiders DVOA has um, their offense better, but our defense better. And then uh, unadjusted, the Bills are fourth, the Chiefs are eighth. And we've beaten the sixth ranked Ravens and the seventh ranked Colts. So, do you think the games against the Colts and the Ravens have made us more prepared for this game coming up? I think, I, no, I think to be honest, the whole season's made us um, prepare because every every game following and this what Christian said they just take it one game at a time mm-hmm. um, I think the whole season has because we play one game something's not gone wrong we've actually started to rectify and get better as the season has um, has gone on and that's yeah so that's that way to DVOA yeah yeah so that's what's accumulated to after week 10 mm-hmm. after the Arizona game us going eight straight games um eight straight games unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like that uh, football outsiders has the chiefs defense ranked 22nd and ours 12th. I think a 12th ranked def- bills defense can handle the chiefs first. Whereas a fifth ranked bills defense offense can kind of really handle a chiefs 22nd ranked defense. Um, I mean, uh, all indications are, this is going to be a shootout. I mean, you have two top five offenses, in two middle-of-the-pack defenses. Um, it's going to be crazy. And, <clears throat> you know, then, I know where the – I know. go ahead, what? No, no, carry on, carry on. Oh, I was saying, like, I know we're the underdog in, like, every sense. You know, away team versus the defending Super Bowl champion. KC's favored by three. They beat us early in the year. But these advanced stats show that, A, we belong here, and, B – we can hang with them and keep it close, if not win. Hmm. I mean, I mean, looking at it, obviously we're going with the last, um, what was it? The last, let's go the last six wins, including the last six games, including the, um, including the playoffs. It's a five point win at home to Cleveland, three points uh, win to Atlanta. Uh, obviously they used their backups in that one. Three point win at New Orleans, six point win at Miami, six uh, at Denver. Compared to the last for Bills, 14 points, 3 points, 30, 29, 29, 11. If you look at it as in the average defensive rank of both Bills and um, and Kansas City in the last six games, the average defensive rank is eight is around eight, eight and a half, so eight to nine um, 
ranked mm-hmm. and Kansas is um, is 16 and the opponent average opponent's offense rank is 16th for both um, both teams. Mm-hmm. So you've got and obviously you've taken to note that in week in week 17 they actually um, they rested pretty much the whole whole starting unit yeah. and obviously and one on there but you can clearly see that over the time and that the Bills yeah, they've had the stronger, the stronger schedule, the harder opponents compared to the Chiefs, which obviously will put their put the Bills in more of a good stead to know that they can go in, face a team ranked um, ranked in the top in the top ten for for offense, and actually um, know that they can hang hang with them and know that they faced. Uh, higher ranked um, defenses in the last few games, knowing that the Chiefs are, are what, mid middle range with with the Bills on defense, mm-hmm. but we can hang with them, and we know we can put up points on the big guys. That we can put up points easier on the um, on the likes of the Chiefs at the um, on uh, on Sunday. Well, there's a wrinkle to all these stats, though. Uh, Football Outsiders wrote an article about the divisional games, and they said that what the Chiefs are doing is weird. Uh, they're seeing a Chiefs team whose statistics show that they're kind of coasting and just waiting to turn it on in the playoffs. Now, I don't think a team really can do that, but the coaches might hold off on the big plays, you know, if they don't need them, you know? Mm. So looking at the Chiefs' first half offense versus the Browns, they had their highest DVOA of the season. So that's showing that this Chiefs team and the playoffs, they brought out the big guns. And if we have to face that Chiefs team, then, you know, that really doesn't bode well, I'd say. I mean, you look at what the Chiefs are able to do. um, If they're able to at all replicate what their 2018 offense did, then, you know, it it might be lights out. but I mean, you mentioned the last few games and, you know, who's coming in where uh, they only have a plus 25 point differential in their last six games where the bills are rocking a plus 119. Uh, you know, the chiefs last blowout dominant win was week seven against the jets. You know, yeah. uh, you know, last week was 19, three at halftime. So if that game script follows through, then there's another dominant blowout win. If it were to be so, um, I mean, all these stats are showing that we can hang with them, but I just, I don't really feel like it. Uh, maybe this is like the old bills in me creeping up again. The pressure is <laughs> getting to me. Um, you know, I know what this bills team is capable of doing. It just feels like, you know, for whatever reason, I'm back in the underdog position uh, where I'm used to, but it, it makes me nervous for the game. So, you know, looking at the DVOA and the point differential and the stuff that you talked about, um, do these stats make you feel better about the game? Or does Mahomes magic and Andy Reid's, you know, aura, you know, override what stats say should happen? To be honest, me and you, we quote stats every um Every get every um, podcast episode we do, we we quote stats on there. To be honest, it's stats. To be honest, I don't don't really mean a thing. To be honest, it's nice to say that 
that yeah the bills are at this point with the dvoa dvoa um stuff and the fact that um that their run their point differential is different the the strength of the opposition defense in the last few games that's all well and good doing that but I wouldn't even say it's the magic um, of Mahomes and the aura of um, Reed that overrides it. I just think it's how how the game pans out. I think it's down to the 22 players are on the pitch at the time and how it really does um, play out. I think games are won on that um, on that green pit of um, bit of turf more than anything. So we can we can say yes, Mahomes can do amazing things. He's a, he's almost like a magician. Andy Reid's got a um, got a touch of the. Uh, no, I was going to say something. I was going to say another phrase there, but uh, that was a bit bit rude. But a touch of a genius um, on there. Um, but I don't. I I just feel better the fact that we're going that both teams are going out there. It's going to be a spectacle for the whole of the um the watching uh, watching public and obviously for the fans in there it's just going to be a, a spectacle of really top offense and a good defense slogging it out for for 60 minutes yeah yeah just um <clears throat> i wish that the stats would make me feel a little bit better about this uh i, I am i am being overwhelmed by the aura of the, you know it's the chiefs um you know, and, and we played earlier this year, you know, I mean, even though our week six matchup isn't comparable, you know, we didn't have Milano, Edmund, Edmonds was less than 100%, uh, and the same could be said, you know, for Allen, who hurt his shoulder the week before against the Raiders. So, um, you know, we talk about how we did everything to stop Mahomes in that game and is, is the reason why we got gashed in the run game. And we talk about, you know, the weather was why Allen didn't play well. It was windy and rainy, but Mahomes was 21 of 26. He only took one sack. He had a QB rating of 128. Uh, you know, if that happens again, you know, then shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, in that game, Josh had a bad throw percentage of 24. Uh, that was his second worst marker of the season. His first worst was against Pittsburgh, a 26.2% uh, bad throw percentage. Um yeah, I know we talk about how good Josh is versus the blitz and versus pressure. There's stats that show that he's good against it, but there's also stats that show he's not. Um, you know, uh, the two games where he was pressured the most versus Casey and versus Pittsburgh. Um, and then the other two games versus the Rams versus the Patriots in week eight are important in that um, uh, of the bad throw percentages, you know, uh, those were his highest bad throw percentages and some of the highest pressure rates he was facing. So high pressure equals a high bad throw percentage. Uh, it doesn't equate to losses because, you know, we only lost that Kansas city game, but it's something that could worry me if we get into a shootout where, you know, we talk about their front four being pretty good. Um, if we have to chuck it and they can get pressure, uh, I mean, Allen needs to be on his A++ game. He wasn't even on his A game against Baltimore, you know? Um, yeah. On the other side of the ball, uh, Mahomes has been pressured more than Josh throughout the year, and he has a higher bad throw percentage. These are marginal, but it still is there that if you pressure Mahomes, it has to be with four 
because if we blitz, it's he's going to find a guy. But he can also have a high bad throw percentage kind of game. Um, you know, Allen's worst can be Mahomes' worst. And if that happens, um, it might be an ugly game, but I think that gives us a better chance. Um, in staying on Mahomes and his injury, um, I think uh, Football Outsiders says if he has a 75% chance to play, um, compared to with all, you know, they, they did a, 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 a chat with, based on Mahomes' injury, who has the best chance to win the Super Bowl? So obviously, you know, it's winning the championship game and then going to the Super Bowl. But um, if he's 75% healthy, we have a 28% chance to win the Super Bowl. If Mahomes is announced at 100%, that drops to 25. It's important to note that Football Outsiders has us winning this game in either situation. Uh, okay. If Henny plays, it jumps to 36%. Uh, in worst case, if the Chiefs do replicate what they did against the Browns, which is akin to their historic 2018, it drops down to 21%. And that's the only metric where they have the Kansas City Chiefs winning is if the Chiefs can put up like, you know, let's say 40 on us. Um, they don't think mm. that we could do the same. Uh, you know, so based off of those numbers, looking at what happens with Mahomes injury, um, you know, 50%, 75% or 100%, you know, like how do you feel about Mahomes injury uh, impacting the game? To be honest, uh... Because it's just like as you say, when Josh actually had his um had his arm injury on week six, I don't think it will make too much of um of a difference unless obviously Mahomes starts getting dizzy spells during the um during the game. Um, then everything's different. I mean, it it dependent on how really they can this defense can can actually contain him and actually um force him into into mistakes which could then directly lead to to more re-injuring so he obviously injured his foot and obviously had the concussion or they say it was concussion um on there that would actually affect it i don't think out and out if you have him start right from the start no pressure it's not going to work you just got to get you just got to get something onto him maybe one hit just to just to rattle him rattle him a bit so you want to bring pressure? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Cause what the idea? Really, what you have got to try and do is keep pressure, but keep him in that pocket. If he scrambles, then you're he toast. Actually, yeah, just like make, Josh. He, if he gets out, yeah. out of the pocket and is going to throw, then you're toast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to try and bring the pressure, confuse him, make it hard for him because he will make you give him you give him any sort of window he'll make you um he'll make you pay mm -hmm. you need to make him you need to make this team a one one dimensional you need to say to him right you're either going to beat us with the run or beat us with the um with the pass you can't get him to set um you can't get Mahomes to set and actually um dictate a um a balanced offense mm -hmm. yeah so let's look at our offense versus their defense, and we'll focus on their defense. Um, they're middle of the pack in total yards against, 16th fewest. So, that, you know, that's not here nor there. <laughs> uh, 14th in pass yards, 21st in rush, 
but they also have the ninth highest turnover percentage. So they have they allow yards, but they will ball hawk. They also blitz the ninth most and get the eleventh highest pressure rate. Um, they do allow the tenth lowest QB rating in the league. Uh, so there's worry there, but they're very very below average against the run. So yeah. their pass D is top fifteen, but not intimidating. The run D is their biggest weakness, ranking even worse than ours in yards per game. But we know running is definitely not our strength. Yeah. Would you be so crazy as to dial up a few more runs? Are you thinking a 50-50 offense? Or do you want to stay like 70-30-80-20 that we're used to? Play as the defense give you. That's what I would say. If the defense are going to are going to try and shut the um shut the run down. You play to your strength, you just um you you throw more. I mean, there is a stat that um that every out of every team that's managed to make a playoff um or had a playoff win with less than 40 yards, rushing yards in a playoff game, has actually won the Super Bowl that season. Mm-hmm. 2014 New England, 2015 New England and 99 the Rams. Well, that's so it can be done though. It, it can be done. Yeah. I'm not I'm saying it can, it can be done. That's for, that's for sure on there. But I think, I think it is a case of playing to playing to strength. You got to play well, to I, strength. I think, well, you, you say play to strength, but then you say do what the defense gives you. And I think those two things contradict each other. Would you rather have a game plan and execute it no matter what? You know, like, we know what we do best, and we're going to do it, and I don't care what your defense is doing. Or would you want to, oh, your defense is doing this? Okay, we'll do this. Because let's say they sell out and stop the pass. Let's say they're only putting six in the box, four in the, you know. uh, We should be able to run on that, you know. I mean, so if based off of week six, because we have that in our minds, the Chiefs mm. ran because we let them. If the Chiefs let us run, are you confident in our ability to do so? Not as much as I um, as I would be. I mean, I would be a bit confident if we can, if we've got the um, if we do have the um, the ability and the and the plays dialed up. Even it's more than likely, if anything, it's going to be more scrambles. By yeah. um by Josh on there, but yeah. if they if they've got some plays uh, in the team and this offensive line can really hold up in the um in the in the run game, then yeah, I can see us actually uh, maybe doing something with the um with the run game, but I'm not confident about yeah. it. So 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 in your last statement, you said two things that contradict each other. Do you want to play to strength or do you want to play what the defense gives you? Because I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I get to ask you. <laughs> you know, uh, why do I have to contradict myself? I mean, there's, there's a, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of pressure in this because it's the fucking AFC championship game. This you go to the Super Bowl. It's the bills. Oh my God. We have this chance. Like if I'm a coach, I mean, I'm talking no sleep coffee and I don't even drink coffee, you know, in my veins, you know, I would need it. 
Um, I hope the moment doesn't get too big for these guys. Um, I hope that they have a level-headed game plan going into this game. If they yeah. overcoach, then it's over. You know, Andy Reid is a mastermind. Yeah, I, I, mean, I want to I say, because look, against Baltimore, we played to our strength, and we only scored one offensive touchdown. Yeah. Josh went out and threw it a bunch. Wasn't bad, but we didn't score any touchdowns. We scored one. You know, that's not good enough. Definitely not going to be good enough against Kansas City, one offensive touchdown. Yeah, if they, no, if they make us run, I think that's what I think that's what you do. If they make us run, then you run. And then when they go to try and play like a zone where you can kind of keep eyes on the running back but go back and pass coverage, I think that's when you hit them with the play action, which we're so good at. Yeah, I think – Okay, then. So answer, answer the question, then. I'd rather play to strength and actually throw it than actually, um, than right, actually run so it. So you're, you're picking the opposite of what I picked. Interesting conversation. So you want to throw it down their goat. You want to throw it down their, their, you know, their gullet, right? Throat. Throw, throw, it yeah. throat. Well, throw it down their throat sounds weird, but like, so you want to see Josh have 400 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I think, I think that's the the best way i mean we can find a way to to hold hold mahone and hold this offense we know we can do it especially in the run game now after the last um last few few games and there are ways to actually slow mahomes down i can see it i can see this offense actually um exploding i mean we will have a chat later in another episode with um with Neil from the from the from the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs UK, the Arrowhead Broad, on there. But I feel more confident with our receiving core against their secondary, where they have their probably their one of their best players, Breland, actually out. I agree with you. Our wide receiver depth is really important in this game. Gabe Davis is on the injury report. That maybe worries me a little bit. I've seen people call for Kenny Stills. We did get Jake Cumro back on the practice squad. Um, you know, Beasley's got to show up. He can't have, you know, he's definitely not going to have zero catches again, but he's got to hopefully be really healthy. He's not on the injury report. If he is, he was only limited. So it's not looking too bad for him. Um, This game clearly, I mean, we could talk about the chiefs O versus the bills D, but I mean, what's the point? They're the best offense in the league. So (laughs) um, it's going to come down to how can we score more points than them? Uh, yeah, you know, you you want to hope that we can get a turnover, but you know they do it too. You know, I mean, the, have, the, we're, the, we're a top ten team in takeaways, so are they. You know, the interesting thing that obviously I've I've found because I I've been doing some research um, today as well is that um, Josh Allen's um, passing percentage on throws after his first read in 2019 he was 68.2 which was best which was good for 13th in 2020 he's gone up to 92.2 which is second um in the in the league um and with with on the defensive side in the 18 games bills have created turnover in 14 of them won eight of the nine games um, which uh, which earned multiple takeaways, with the exception of the um, week ten defeat to um, the Cardinals. Yeah. So in there, it does make me feel 
a little bit more confident actually going into it than than anything else at the moment. So it sounds like here's what has to happen. <clears throat> Allen has to be able to pick apart the Chiefs' defense, pick apart their secondary. If Diggs isn't there, he will find Brown. He will find Beasley. Uh, yeah. Knox might have a really important game against their linebackers. And it looks like we're going to have to take the ball away at least once. This might be a no punt game for God's sakes. You know, um, we're going to have to make sure that we score a touchdown or a field goal on every single one of our drives. If we punt two, three times, that might be it for us. Uh, I'll afford the bills one punt and I'll expect the defense to take the ball away once and force one punt as well. And I'm going to say 37, 33 bills. Yeah, I think it is, it is going to be a it is going to be a one score game. I know that for sure. As we as we mentioned, it's two really high powered um, offenses, two really um, strongish um, strongish defenses. So uh, I hate trying I hate trying to make predictions on close games. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like you know, I, I might have sounded you know like down throughout the whole show. Uh, it's just because the stats don't give a clear picture of what's going to happen. So I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't like that feeling. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so, it, I mean... It might say, like, it might sound like, you know, I'm I'm down about this game. It might, it might you know, you might hear me saying that the Chiefs' offense is unstoppable. But, I mean, I believe in McDermott. I believe in Dayball and Allen. Um, that's why I'm saying the defense is going to get a stop. They're going to get a turnover, and the offense is going to cook. They have to, you know? I mean, yeah. Allen, Allen's redemption story comes down to this. His face at the end of the Texans game last year was, I'm not going to fuck up again. Mm. This is his opportunity to be the fucking man. And I believe he can do it. Yeah, no, so do I. I mean, I'm looking for a big game from, um, for, or I want to see more and sightings of Isaiah McKenzie um, get him involved a lot more. And um, I think it's another going to be another good game, another big game for um, for Trent Murphy. He's so good in the in the run, obviously keeping it contained um, in there. Um, I think that's going to be something to watch out for. Is it is going to be a a, a a talent, an offense versus offense, explosion versus explosion. Thirty-seven, thirty-four. I'm going to one-up you <laughs> on your one. Okay. You're giving yeah. the Chiefs another point. How dare you? I can You're see. You're not it. a I real Bills that. fan. Well, if, I was, if you want to do that, I'll be going for 37-27. Okay, that sounds better. No, that's going to be really hard to do. Uh, you know what's going to be crazy? Here's what's going to happen. Everything that? that we've predicted is going to be wrong. It's going to be a running game, smash mouth football. It's going to be, you know, uh, 13 to 10. Yeah. Well, most probably. You know, I'll take, I'll take a boring game if we win, you know, honestly. But if it's a shootout and we lose, it's like, uh, that was fun, but what's the point? I mean, but, to be honest, we, we said that with the game last week, with the Ravens game. Yeah. We said it was going to be a, um, going to be a shootout. It ended up being, um, just being one, one or two touchdowns, one with the with an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, on there. the the Ravens cornerbacks, the Ravens secondary is outstanding. They're man to man. They beat the Chiefs at almost every position. Yeah. 
So this and, and the Colts defense too, uh, you know, with their their ability to get pressure with four guys, you know, um, this is probably the easiest defense the Bills have faced in the playoffs. That's why I'm, you know, feeling confident about us being able to put up 37. Okay. That's fair enough. I mean, have you got before we before we end and obviously and say that we're we're going to have another bonus episode for you. We're, we're feeling very generous. Um, this <laughs> Putting a lot of work. So many, yeah, we've, we've given you a fair few um, bonus episodes on there. We have a bonus episode with Neil Blair from Our Heads, um, Our Heads Abroad, the UK Chiefs um, fan group. Have you got anything else to to add before before we close off? No, I don't. I'm um, I'm nervously, anxiously awaiting Sunday. Oh, and Tom Brady, no. No. <laughs> don't you dare. I don't, oh, I don't want that. I don't want, some people want it. I do not want that. Aaron Rodgers, please, dear God. <laughs> we match up better against the Bucks, but still, Tom Brady, no. <laughs> okay, so... So on on that uh, on that note, uh, it's keep subscribing, following, sharing, spreading word of mouth um, about all our social media platforms at UK underscore Bills at RWBB underscore Podcast on Twitter, Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook, on YouTube. Go back and listen. We got a great interview that you've probably all seen with um, with Christian Wade. Give that a listen. We've got Neil Blair on another podcast coming up with um to help us preview the Chiefs game from a Chiefs perspective. Um, and as always left to say is for Alex and me, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening. See you after we win the AFC Championship um, Championship game and head to the Super Bowl. It's uh, goodbye for now and go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work? Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills!